How we doing? I don't know about you, but uh, I'm different already. Something is happening in me already. Just after one week, something is happening in me. Anyone, anyone out there who can say something's different in you? Come on. That's what we're believing for. I'm excited that God is bringing change to people's hearts and lives. That's why we're here. That's what we're, that's what we're about. We are expecting miracles and we're experiencing miracles. How many of you know that a shift in your mind is a miracle? When if you've thought a certain way for a, a long time and, and then that shifts, that's a miracle. It may not be necessarily as obvious as someone getting out of a wheelchair, but you know what? It can, a, a, a mindset can be just as debilitating in a different way. And we are believing for people to get out of uh, wheelchairs, but we're also be- believing for people to be delivered from mindsets that have inhibited them and restricted them. Can you say amen? You're not ready for what I've got for you today. You're not ready. Turn to someone next to you and say, you're not ready. You're actually not ready. I'm carrying something this morning you're not ready for, but I, I believe you're going you're gonna to get there. You're going to get there. You're going to get there. We, uh, we are speaking today about with my whole heart, with my whole heart. And um, we, uh, this is Jess, everybody. Round of applause to Jess. Right. It's okay. I'm just going to let you do what you need to do. He wasn't ready. He's not ready for what I'm about to drop today. Thank you, Jeff. Awesome. Awesome. Hallelujah. It's all good. It's all good. So with my whole heart, last week we, um, we talked about uh, God doing something with our, with our heart. And um, we actually... Uh, prayed some prayers, even for our physical hearts, that God was going to do something. And uh, great to hear that God has actually been touching people. Can I say, can I say to us that um, we're believing for miracles and we're believing for God to touch you. And uh, I'd really encourage you, uh, as, as the Lord touches you, to share something uh, with your section pastor. Share something with someone in a blue t-shirt. Uh, because we, when, when God touches you, uh, it encourages somebody else. It encourages somebody else to believe for their miracle. With my whole heart. You know, so I want to say, I mean, because there are so many different ways we could take with this, I want to say, pursue a whole heart with your whole heart. But, but I want to take us maybe a slightly different route to do. Sec- today, 2 Samuel 6, verse, verses 11 to 23. This is what the Bible says. The Ark of the Covenant remained in the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite, for three months. And the Lord blessed him and his entire household. Now, King David was told, the Lord has blessed the household of Obed-Edom and everything he has because the Ark of God, because of the Ark of God. So David went to bring up the Ark of God from the house of Obed-Edom to the city of David with rejoicing. When those who were carrying the ark of the Lord had taken six steps, he sacrificed a bull and a fattened calf. Wearing a linen ephod, David was dancing before the Lord with all his might. And while he and all Israel were bringing up the ark of the Lord with shouts and with the sound of trumpets, as the ark of the Lord was entering the city of David, Michael, daughter of Saul, watched from a window. And when she saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, she despised him in her heart. They brought the ark of the Lord and set it in place beside the tent that David had pitched for it. And David sacrificed burnt offerings and fellowship offerings before the Lord. And after he'd finished sacrificing the burnt offerings and fellowship offerings, he blessed the people in the name of the Lord Almighty. Then he gave a loaf of bread, a cake of dates, and a cake of raisins to each person in the whole crowd of Israelites, both men and women, and all the people went to their homes. When David returned home to bless his household, Michael, daughter of Saul, came out to meet him. 
And I want you to just understand this moment. Like here, right now, you can almost hear the slow hand clap. clap. And said how the king of Israel has distinguished himself today. Going around half naked in full view of the slave girls of his servants as any vulgar fellow would. And David said to Michael, it was before the Lord who chose me, chose me rather than your father or anyone from his house when he appointed me ruler of the Lord's people Israel. I will celebrate before the Lord and I will become even more undignified than this. And I will be humiliated in my own eyes. But by these slave girls you spoke of, I will be held in honor. And Michael, daughter of Saul, had no children to the day of her death. As we've been preparing, ready, steady, go. And uh, last week, uh, coming uh, here for the first time, we are believing to lean into something. I, I don't know whether you remember, but I said that I'd already decided that I wasn't going to go back the same. I'd already decided that while we were there in that room on Talbot Street, I can say I'd already decided. I can say, I can say that God has honored my, my uh, faith. And I'm believing that today some people are going to hear something. You only need one word to change your life. You only need one word to change something powerfully in your life. When I read this story, I was reminded that when I was a little boy, uh, we uh, lived in a, in, a, in, a, in a terraced house. And um, uh, my mom and dad uh, didn't buy fireworks. It's coming up to firework time. But my mom and dad didn't buy fireworks. So we, we had to go, I had to go up into my sister's bedroom to watch next door have their firework party. And uh, just, uh, just watch, uh, watch, watch from a distance. And I, I, was, um, I was thinking about Michael here watching the celebrations from her window, and her refusal to enter in. And she saw David, who was her husband, uh, just at liberty, in a place of liberty before the Lord. And not only was it that she would not enter in, she despised him in her heart. She despised him, and she despised what God was doing. See, I, I, I find it interesting that she was unsettled by David's abandonment. You see, Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. You see, there's nothing, there's nothing half-hearted about that scripture. We're here to talk about, with my whole heart, Jesus is showing us here, half-hearted won't cut it. There is an expectation that I come to God and I love Him with, with everything that I've got, with all that I am and with everything that I've got. There's, there's something about passion. I know that the, the definition of, of passion has become somewhat diluted with the passing of time, but, but the reality is the, the, the um, uh, original uh, meaning to do with pa uh, passion was to do with suffering. In fact, some of you will uh, know that even the, the crucifixion of, of Christ has been described as the passion. It was because it was to do with suffering. In, in essence, it was to do with feeling something so deeply that it was like you were suffering. And, and there's something about following Jesus that he wants us to live and walk with passion. We, we as the people of God should be the most passionate people on the face of the earth. Now, I'm not talking, some people get nervous when we talk like that. I'm not talking about everyone being the same and, 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 and necessarily loud, uh, you know, uh, personalities. It's not about that. Passion does not manifest itself in exactly the same way. God, God allows for our, our personalities, but let me tell you, our, our personalities need redeeming. I'm not who I say I am. I'm not 
who I say I am. I am who God says I am. And sometimes I will hide behind the excuses of what I believe that I am because then, then I don't have to lean into what God wants from me. What would it look like for you to move from half-hearted to whole-hearted? What would it look like for you to work it out your walk with God, to move from doing it half-heartedly to with your whole heart? You see, for Michael, David's freedom highlighted her captivity. I don't know whether you have ever found yourself irritated by people just exercising a level of enthusiasm. I, I couldn't help watching some of the children dancing and, and just enjoying a, a freedom at the front here. Let me tell you, those kids were not worried about what anyone was thinking. They were not worried about how they were being viewed. They were just dancing with a liberty and freedom. They weren't worried about how they were coming across. They were just dancing in the presence of the Lord. See, Michael's lack of passion was highlighted by David's passion. You see, she didn't have to dance like David to be free. But, she, but the way she would find freedom was by not judging him for dancing. If I can celebrate, if I can celebrate with you for dancing, even though I don't dance, but I can wholeheartedly celebrate with you who do dance and not judge you in my heart, then I'm just as free. Then I'm just as free. But if I judge you for dancing, and, 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 and think about, oh, look at you making a spectacle of yourself, then that emphasizes my captivity. It emphasizes the lack of freedom that is in my heart. You see, something was stopping Michael living her life with her whole heart. I find it interesting that Michael means waters or, or brook or stream. And it would seem to me that her brook, her stream, had dried up. There was something clogging the flow in her life. There was a blockage somewhere. Some of you uh, might remember uh, me sharing a few weeks ago, we've got a waste disposal unit in our kitchen, and uh, it got blocked, thoroughly blocked. And uh, it's because Mama B was... Uh, putting oranges down there, and, uh, you know, good, that's like one of the five a day. I'm just going there. I'm just going there this morning. And, uh, she, and, 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 and it was a daily thing. She was, but, but there wasn't sufficient flow of water to remove what was being ground down to pass through that pipe. And it resulted in a blockage. I find that Interesting, I was thinking about the, net, the need for the flow of the Spirit in my life to cause stuff, the rubbish, to move out from my life. Otherwise, there comes a blockage. There comes a buildup that, that now the water won't move the stuff. If you do it a little bit each day, the water will move the stuff. But when you don't do it, and it builds up, and it builds up, and it builds up, and it builds up. There comes a point where the water should have flushed things away, and now it won't flush things away. God wants us. There is stuff. That's why we're meant to walk in forgiveness. That why, that's why we're meant to walk in a certain attitude so that the stuff continually gets flushed away. That's why when I, when I come to break bread and, 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 and take of the cup, the, the Bible says I must examine myself because if I, if I come to do that with stuff in my heart, then, then it's not going to go well for me because it's a spiritual exercise. God wants, God wants that stuff flushed out of our life. Turn to the person next to you and say, flush it away. I 
I was thinking about this. I want to I pray for a couple of people right smack bang in the, in, in, in the service. I was, uh, I was thinking about this and um, just talking to the Lord. And I was, I was talking about this. I felt, I felt the Lord talk to me about that. He wants me to pray over, over blockages. But, but there are there certain aspects of the body which are one of their primary roles is to get rid of stuff which is to do with it's the lungs, the skin, the large intestine, the kidneys. Those are there in your body to get rid of stuff. They are to, to, to get impurities out of your body. And I, I want to pray for people who are battling any one of these areas. If you have something to do with your lungs, some, something to do with breathing uh, difficulties or chest infections, something to do with your skin, any area to do with your skin, any area to do with your intestines, particularly the large intestine, any area to do with your kidneys. We believe in God for a miracle here today. And I want to believe with God with a miracle for you. So I don't know who you are. You may want to sit quietly and just trust God, or you might want to stand to your feet and say, God, I'm standing because I, I want to believe and receive. But I'm going to invite you to do that right now. If that's your heart, if, if, if uh, you want to stand, stand. If you want to just sit quietly and believe God, then put a hand uh, on, on, on the part of your body that you're believing God to touch in the name of Jesus. If there's somebody standing near you, then maybe you just want to gently put a hand on their back or on their shoulder and just believe God with them. Let me just say those again. Anything to do with the lungs like asthma or any breathing difficulties or chest infections or anything to do with the skin, any condition of the skin, any condition to do with the large intestine or the intestine, any condition to do with the kidneys, any malfunction of the kidneys in the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we are coming together right now and we are believing God. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, we believe that you are present and we believe that you are here to heal. We are trusting you, oh God, that everyone who has responded here today, you are going to do something in their lives. Father, we are believing for, for conditions to do with the lungs, conditions to do with the skin, conditions to do with the intestines, and conditions to do with the kidneys to receive healing in the name of Jesus. Do something today that will confound the doctors, we pray. Do something today that will just surprise everyone, oh God, because they will say that naturally this should not happen. But now we are seeing God turn things around and bring a miracle in the name of Jesus. Father, we are believing together as we pray and lift up our voices. That, Father, we are going to see a breakthrough in regard to the miraculous. And we're going to see a breakthrough in regard to these conditions in the name of Jesus. Healing. I speak healing over you. I speak deliverance over you right now in the name of Jesus, in the name of of Jesus. Come on, let's give the Lord a clap offering and believe together. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We believe. I'm believing for testimonies that as we pray over some of this stuff, God is, God is going to bring healing and deliverance. And God help us to see the impurities naturally and spiritually and emotionally flushed from our lives in the name of Jesus. I'm intrigued that, that Michael found, well, I, I see from her that she feared what others would think. See, she made up a story in her own mind as to how the slave girls were going to respond negatively to what David did. It's very interesting that David had a very different point of view about how they were going to react. But Michael was saying, hey, how the, the king of Israel has distinguished himself today, going around half naked in full view of the slave girls of his servants as any vulgar fellow would. He was, he, she was overly concerned about how people would view her. It's a terrible thing. To be crippled by the fear of what others will think of me. It's a terrible thing to live my life needing the approval of others. 
And I want to say, you know what? Look, like just putting it out there, this is, this is something that I have had to work through. This is something that I have had to battle through. And I know it's not everybody's story, and I know it's not everybody's journey, but this is something that I've, for whatever reason, I've had to break through. And you know what? It's, it's a terrible thing to live under the tyranny of wanting people's approval because you hear things coming out of your mouth that don't truly represent who you are. You're just saying stuff because you think that's what they want to hear. You, you, you behave in a certain way around certain people because you believe that's what those people expect of you, but it doesn't truly represent you. Somehow you fear disapproval. Fear that you've got to earn their love. And I believe that, that God, wants, God wants to set us free from living under that tyranny of the fear of what people think. I, I want to I wanna say, I wanna, I'm just going to put it out there. You, I don't mind if you don't understand, but I, I, I just want to today break something over this house. Break something over this house that says, you know what, we've got we've to we've behave in a certain way. I, I want to I, I say we're coming out from under that. We are stepping into a space. We're stepping into freedom. I am stepping into a space where I'm not living in the fear of what people think or what people say, but I'm walking in what God thinks. I'm walking in what God says. I refuse to perform for other people. I refuse to perform for what other people's expectations are. I'm going to walk in a different way. I'm going to speak in a different way. I understand that I'm not going to be everybody's cup of tea. I understand that I'm not going to be loved by everybody, but I am going to be loved by somebody. And I'm loved first and foremostly by my heavenly Father who knew me before I was formed in my mother's womb, who has a plan for my life. And I'm not living holding back. I'm stepping into what God has for me. You can come with me if you want to come with me. But if you don't want to come with me, God bless you. All the best. Have a nice life. But I'm going forward. I'm moving into the plan. I'm moving into the purposes of God. And I'm going to see God do something in this house. I'm going to see God do something in this city. I'm going to see God do something in 10 cities north of this place. And I'm going to see God do something in this nation. And some of you are coming with me. Some of you have got a city in you. Some of you have got a congregation in you. Some of you have got a church in you. Some of you are rising up as leaders to be God, who's, to be the person God is calling you to be. Oh, you think this is good. This is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. There is so much more. Get ready. Get ready. Turn to someone near you and say, get ready. Because God is about to do something. You see, David, the Bible tells us, returned home to bless his household. I just want to think about this for a moment. I want you to imagine this moment. David has just been dancing in the presence of God. He's been just experiencing incredible freedom and liberty. And in, in that freedom and that limited liberty, anointed by God Almighty, he is walking towards his home. And he said, I'm going to bless my household. And Michael was coming towards him. I want you to see there. Blessing was walking towards her. But the attitude in her heart and the sarcasm on her lips blocked it. The anointing of God, the blessing of God Almighty was walking towards her. 
And she walked towards the blesser. She walked towards the blessing and blocked it with the attitude of her heart and the sarcasm on her lips. Don't you find it interesting that both David and Michael were, Michael were living from their heart? David danced before the Lord with all his heart. Michael despised him in her heart. One left blessed, one left barren. I don't know. I was thinking, what if that blessing would have opened her womb? What if that blessing that day would have opened her womb and she blocked it by her attitude and the sarcasm on her lips? I want to say you cannot despise what God has decided to bless and just walk away without consequences. I'm going to say that again because it needs to be understood. You cannot despise what God has decided to bless and walk away without consequences. You see, she was, she was watching from a window. I don't know. I've, seen, I've read this so many times. I've never even thought about this. She was watching from a window because she was inside the room. You could only watch from the window if you're inside the room. She was watching freedom from a place of limitation and restriction. She was inside but outside the blessing. Do you know what that reminded me of? That, that reminded me of actually, you know the story of the prodigal son? It reminded me of the older brother. It reminded me of the older brother because... He was allowing the stuff inside of him to keep him outside the blessing. And he too wouldn't join the dance. You see, I, David, as he danced before God, was pointing to a new level of freedom. Paul said this in Galatians, he says, it's for freedom. That Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Ah, just got to get some, get some things off us. See, this is what happens. You can dance like this in a city to which the presence of God has come. I want to say this morning, God is calling you to a freer place, a spacious place. God is calling us to a freer place, a spacious place. He is, he, is, he is getting us into a spacious place, free from restriction. He's bringing us into a space because He's wanting us to see things from a bigger, a bigger perspective. He's wanting us to see more. Now we can either watch from a window and get an attitude or we can join the dance. thinking about in South Africa just feel that over the last couple of weeks that some of that stuff of South Africa has just been significant for this period but I was I was thinking about the toy toy now the toy toy is a is, is, is a dance march it's a it's a march but it's a dance and um, it was uh, particularly used during apartheid. Apartheid means apart. It means like comes from means apart. It means separate. It means segregated. And we know that that was true racially. Um, can I can I just say I don't know why I want to say this, but I do want to say it. Can I say in this church at Heart Church? There is no room for racism or xenophobic attitudes. And I believe if you have those, God can heal you. God can set you free. But I want you to know here at this church, the heart and spirit of this house will drive you out if you are determined to hold on to racist and xenophobic attitudes. You cannot stay here because the culture here will not allow 
This is a culture of love and it's a culture of acceptance. See, the, the toy toy was a, a dance. It's a little, uh, it, it was a dance actually began in Zimbabwe. Yes, come on, Tango. And uh, it kind of evolved. It started, it started like this. But probably ended up being a bit more like this. But this is where it started. And I want you to understand something. That, that this dance was it, was, it was a dance of a people who were believing for freedom. It was a dance of a people who were bu- building, uh, believing for, for liberty. It was, it was a dance that, that, that spoke of the triumph of the spirit over oppression. It's like you can take what you want away from me. You can do what you want. You can do what you want to me. But you need to understand that this spirit, my spirit, the freedom in my spirit, the freedom in my spirit, you cannot suppress me. You cannot hold me down. You cannot hold me back. And I was thinking, I was thinking, you know, one of the things to do with a toy toy is that you will see if you look at it, the toy toy is that you will do this. It's like, because they had, there were people without a weapon. They were people without weapons, but they forced an oppre- they faced an oppressive force with weapons. But their greatest weapon was their refusal to be oppressed. Their greatest weapon was their refusal to be suppressed. And I was thinking about this for a minute, that they were holding imaginary weapons. And I was thinking, you know what? My God, my God, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty to the bringing down of strongholds. This was the dance of a people who said enough, enough. Enough. Do what you want. Say what you want. But enough. I'm rising up. I'm rising up. My spirit, my spirit will not be contained. I'm rising up. I'm believing for more. I'm better than this. I'm bigger than this. I'm dancing. You see, David, you see, David, you see, David, he danced the dance of freedom. But I'm looking for a people who will dance for freedom. Who will dance, who are tired of being oppressed by a devil who is holding them back and holding them down and making them small. The weapons of my warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty to the bringing down of strongholds. God is stirring up a dance. God is stirring up a dance, a dance that is saying, devil, enough, enough. Get your hand off my family. Get your hand off my marriage. Get your hand off my house. Get your hand off my finances. Get your hand off my children. Oh, oh, come on. I don't know if you've got a dance in you. You've got a dance in you. I don't know. Great, right. Stay standing and stop a minute. I've discovered one of the reasons they didn't toy toy and preach was because it ain't easy. I want to say, now listen, this is important. Now listen for some of you. I get it, I get it, I get it. It's all a bit much. It's all a bit much. Right, good. And maybe the best you can do is just tap your foot. Just tap your foot. I don't know. Tap your foot for Jesus. I don't know. Maybe that's what you can do. Tap, tap your foot. I don't know. Maybe the, maybe the boulder, there's some other boulder amongst you and you can. Maybe you got a march in you that says, devil, you've held me down for too long. Now there's some others of you, some crazy people who like David, 
They just went and found a space. They just went and found a space. They, they may have been in the middle of a row, but they pushed themselves to the edge. And they said, you know what? I'm going to dance. I'm going to dance for my family. I'm going to dance for my future. I'm going to dance for my freedom. I don't know. Come on. If you can, push your way out. You can do it. Push your way out. Find a space. Find a space to dance in. Believe God today. Come on. Come on, Seth. Come on, keep happy. Hallelujah. I feel the Spirit of God is saying that if, if there are some husbands and wives who are bold enough in this house, that if you can get out of your seats and find some space to dance in together in the presence of God, He's going to do something in your marriage that you've been longing for for a long time. God has got breakthrough for marriages here today. God has got breakthrough for marriages where you've been frustrated, where you've been lacking, where God is, God is going to bring a breakthrough. Dancing is not just for ladies. David danced. David danced. And if the man can get out, I'm telling you, if you've got faith as a family to rise up and find the space and dance in the presence of the Lord, God is going to do something in your family. Come on, guys, step it up. Sometimes I dance for freedom. I'm not free yet. I'm not free yet. But the freedom that I carry in my spirit, the freedom that I carry in my heart, the Jesus who has set me free, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in me than that health issue. Greater is he that is in me than that mind problem, that depression. Greater is He that is in me than my marriage issue. Greater is the He that is in me than my finances. Oh! Oh! There's a dance of freedom. There's a dance of freedom. 
There's a dance of freedom. In the name of Jesus. 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 Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Let me say something. I want to say something to the man. I want to say something to the man. David, particularly the husbands and the fathers. David, full of the Holy Ghost, anointed of God, returned to his household to bless it. He went to it. I, I want to speak to the fathers. And I want to speak to the husbands. And I want to say, God wants you to rise up and bless your household. Bless your wife. Bless your sons. Bless your daughters. Home is somewhere that is waiting your blessing. It is not just the place where you get ministered to. It is not just the place where you find rest. It is a place that is awaiting your blessing. Return home to bless your household. I'm telling you, God is bringing us to a new level. The old is gone, the new has come. 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 Come on, say it with me. The old is gone, the new has come. 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 The old is gone. church I want us to do just one thing before we do whatever we do next I want to invite Pastor Malcolm and Annette and the elders to come up on stage you can, it's okay you can keep vibing that's fine because I just believe uh, you know what Pastor Malcolm declared 
about himself, about this city, and about this nation. And it's one thing in someone confessing, but when two or three agree in Jesus' name, and they have released a blessing over us, but I believe it's time for us to receive Malcolm, Malcolm Lynette afresh as God's appointed people to lead this church, to lead us into our future, to lead us into the new thing, where some of this may be new for some of you, and, but we're just so excited that you're here. So church, I'm going to ask everyone who's responding to my, the Spirit of God, to the Spirit of this, to reach your hands towards them. Ha! My God. My God. Elders, wives as well, come on, join. Come on, pray your blessing from your heart towards them. We as a church here today, on the 23rd of October, 2016, we recognize you as God's authority to lead this church. We say amen to your confession. We release the blessing and favor of God. We release the amen in bless you. We anoint you afresh. Fresh favor. Fresh freedom. Fresh victory on every single side. Come on, stretch forth your hands. We say it together. Malcolm and Annette, the Lord bless you. Come on, one, two, three. Malcolm and Annette, the Lord bless you. One more time. Malcolm and Annette, the Lord bless you. Come on, one more time. Malcolm and Lynette, the Lord bless you. Come on, give God praise. The one who's worthy of all honor and all praise. Let's praise him in this place. In Jesus' name. just a good message. That was a release of the spirit of freedom that we could all be a part of, that we could all receive. So can we show our appreciation to Pastor Malcolm? Come on now church, we have received the spirit of freedom and we are going to worship, we are going to dance in this place. So if you're in a row, move out into an aisle, have some space. We are going to worship the Lord together. Let's dance like David danced. Come on, let's worship him with freedom and in truth. Come on church, let's worship.
My soul says yes to your promises. Hey, yes. My soul says yes to your promises. My soul says yes, yes. My soul says yes. My soul says yes. Come on, one more time. Come on. Hey. kids you can start collecting them right now but for the rest of us can I encourage us you know if we've received something of freedom this morning can we make sure that we hold on to it you know the Bible says that whom the Son sets free is free indeed and your freedom is yours and that is a gift to you and you can hold on to that and stand firm in that we have come to the end of our service listen if you're here and you don't know Jesus Christ this morning, if you don't know, if you don't have a relationship with this incredible God, freedom for you is just one decision away. Freedom for you is just one decision away. We have got a response area over to my right where there are sofas and there are lamps and there are going to be some incredible people there who would love to chat to you. They'd love to pray with you, give you the free gift of a Bible. So if you want to say yes to Jesus this morning for the first time, or maybe you want to recommit your life back to God, then freedom for you is one decision away. And there'll be people there who can help you with that and pray with you and show you what your next steps might be. Is that cool? Amazing. Well, for the rest of us, this is the end of our service. We have got church.